Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Aaron. And I don't know if anybody can tell, but uh, we're in person now. Fuck you, COVID. Yeah, fuck COVID. And I do apologize. It is the 4th of July, and we do have a bunch of fireworks behind us. And uh, unfortunately, I've done everything I can on my part to keep that stuff from, you know, leaking into podcast but there's only so much one can do um the movie we are going to be talking about today and it's the most fitting day of all to do this is jaws and what do you think of the movie aaron well it was uh <laughs> it was very fun um like you said very fitting for the fourth of july but um yeah it's different from your average horror movie. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, and I know this is obviously not your first time no. seeing it. It's not my first time seeing it either. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was either debating this one. Uh, we could have did The Shining. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's also sort of Fourth of July-y. Because there's one picture in there of um, July uh, 4th. Uh, and I believe I know what you did last summer is also a Fourth of July. Well, Fourth of July um, <laughs> movie that we could have yeah. did, but Jaws or Independence Day. <laughs> Independence Day is another one we could have did. So we have so many more we can get to Over on other Fourth of Julys. <laughs> um, but it, it's so surreal doing this in person. I know. Um, so if things are a little off. It's just because I had to kind of reconfigure everything for a one mixer instead of, like, two mixers and then going over on the internet. Two mics, cameras, yeah, over the internet, everything. Yeah. (laughs) So um, I'm hoping things are going to sound a lot better from here on out, and this is how it's going to be. And if we have local guests, I mean, my room's not that big, but we could definitely get some other people in here. <laughs> like, I have a friend who I want to uh, get on the show at, at some point. But um, other than that, that's the biggest change that has happened, and I'm very happy that we did it. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, is there anything you want to talk about before we jump into the um, socials and all that stuff? Anything uh, new going on? Uh, well, as we may have mentioned already this week... Um, the episode is going to be pre-recorded um, as I'm yep. going on vacation, but after that, we'll be full force going back to doing our live streams and every in Saturday in person at that. Yeah. So get excited for that! I, I can't wait. Um, yeah, this last like two or three weeks have been crazy, literally crazy. We all went out on vacations, and then we were all working a shit ton. Um, so yeah, we just been doing a lot of these behind the scenes to get these out to everybody because uh, we don't want to leave you guys without anything. And another thing I wanted to uh, kind of talk about is there's a new mini-series that uh, we started that's pretty much just me talking about newer things that are coming out that um, Aaron's not able to get to you right away. And it's not full reviews or anything like that. It's just me doing... A 15 to 20 minute just talk about whatever it was on it. yeah it's called Dustin's Thoughts <laughs> and I have a really cool idea of what I want um, the image to look like on those 
uh, episodes, so I can't wait to get those made. But uh, the first one I did was on Fear Street uh, 1994, and I'll be doing it for all the other ones that come out, and eventually we probably will be doing like a full, actual The Baron's Hideout podcast review once they all come out, because it would be easier that way, I think. Yeah. Um, and we can just kind of just summarize on all of them instead of going through all of them individually. So um, that's something that's new in the works. But um, yeah, I guess we'll jump into our socials. And as always, I'm the most uh, active on Instagram now. And that's, uh, I think it's just the Barons Hideout underscore podcast. And I'm also on Twitter. I'm not as active on there anymore just because it seems like everything's slowing down on that app and just social media in general. Like Instagram's pretty much where it's at right now. Uh, and that you can find us just at the bho underscore podcast and aaron is also on instagram so if you'd like to fill them in on where they can find you my handle on instagram is at a bho um or as i like to always say a bho um that's <laughs> a r o w e b h o um yeah i post updates about the podcast and the occasional cat picture so mm. who doesn't like cats yeah right um, and we're also on uh, TikTok, which is really just for promotional reasons. But lately, um, I've been kind of, <laughs> I've been kind of going off the chain a little bit with some like actual <laughs> other funny things. But it's mainly just promos. Every now and then, I'm gonna upload something. But there's a really good one in there that's um, you know for Liquid Death. So if they're out there and they're listening, uh, we're here. We support you at every. Um, podcast even outside of the podcast we are huge liquid dust fans and um we're going to be watching their movie uh dead till death which comes out well they're live streaming it uh the 11th aaron i know you're probably going to be away still so i can just give you a rundown or if you have time to watch it yeah. we can it, you can buy a ticket for like nine bucks yeah and it's all um live streamed obviously online so that's going to be gonna be fun dead till death sounds like a black metal song dead till death <laughs> and it's literally just about liquid death that's that's all it is it's just about their water and it's gonna be awesome it's like 45 minutes and it's a horror movie um so we got tiktok instagram, instagram twitter. twitter um our patreon if you guys want to uh go and support us uh through there you can that's the best way to support us and that's just the barons hideout underscore podcast um, we have three tiers there, and they all have a bunch of stuff on them. We're adding more things as we go along, um, but right now it's a little bare bones right now. But yeah, we're getting there. but we're we're doing a lot more bonus content lately to kind of fill in some of the the voids that we aren't tapping in right now. So we have we released like two um, bonus episodes last week. We did uh, obviously our main one, which is Taurus Trap. Yep. We did the Halloween Kills reaction trailer. Oh, yeah. That one was fun. And I did my Dustin's Thoughts. So we're getting a lot more stuff out there for everybody. So if you guys are liking the main um, main episodes, make sure you go to check out all the other little spinoff things because they're going to be doing a lot more trailer reactions. And I'll probably be putting out at least one to two Dustin Thoughts a week, well, depending on what, what comes out. Um, we also have merch now. 
We do. And if you want to talk about that, Eric. Um, was, this te- uh, was it Teespring? It's Teespring, yeah. yeah. Uh, our store is through Teespring. We have t-shirts. We got mugs. We got long sleeves too, right? Uh, yeah, we got literally everything. Everything just about. Yeah, pillows. Um, pillows. Wall flags. You know, who doesn't want the, my face on the wall? <laughs> I know, right? That says, um. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, everybody knows, at least I know, Aaron loves uh, to say, um. And he's definitely getting a lot better, and he catches himself. But, <laughs> no, that's completely fine. I do it sometimes, I still too. think we should start counting them each episode. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. If people want to submit, like, total ums from Aaron every episode, that would be hilarious. I'll make a compilation of it. Um, 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 um. So, is there anything else? That's yeah, about think, it, right? I think we hit it all. Okay. I just like to run it through because I always forget something. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep, that's it. And Twitch, which we haven't really been on for like the past like month and a half for our live streams, but those will be happening in two to three weeks. We'll be doing our live streams over there, which is yeah. twitch.tv slash the Barons Head underscore podcast. But, um,. We can now jump into the goodness of Jaws. Jaws. There is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion, and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him jaws. (laughs) This is Universal's extraordinary motion picture version of Peter Benchley's best-selling novel, Jaws. I just found out that a girl got killed here last week. And you knew it. You knew there was a shark out there. You knew it was dangerous. But you let people go swimming anyway. dealing with here is a perfect engine uh an eating machine we're not only going to have to close the beach we're going to have to hire somebody to kill the shark bad fish but i'll catch him and kill him did you hear your father out in the water now this shark swallow you whole you're going to need a bigger boat that's a 20 footer 25 three tons on him He's coming straight for us. Don't screw it up now. Don't wait for me. Now! Shoot! Shoot! What did he tell you? 
Jones' fantasies of evil and compare with the reality of Jaws. Roy Scheider, Robert Shaw, Richard Dreyfus, Jaws. See it before you go swimming. Uh, for anybody who hasn't seen this movie, um, you need to go see that right now and stop classic. And stop everything you're doing. Go watch it. It's one of Steven Spielberg's probably biggest movies he's done. I mean, he's done a lot mm-hmm. of big movies, but this one, uh, for the time it came out, it, it broke records. I mean, it still stands to this day, though. I mean, how can anyone go without seeing this movie? Yeah, I know. Um, what year was it? 1975? Yeah. And the effects on here are actually really good. Obviously, we're going to get into those uh, later on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think this movie still holds up to this day. It's not something that falls apart due to age. Um, the acting is phenomenal. Um, the set pieces are really good, even though it's pretty much just one town and a boat. Yeah. But it, it's it's really good. Um, oh, yeah. What are your uh, thoughts on this before we uh, jump in and before we go to our actual final verdict? Yeah. I like, mean, first time seeing this, when you did see it, what, uh, it was a long time ago. Do you remember what your uh, reactions were or anything? Not really. I was, like, young. <laughs> yeah, but, same. Um, after, like, revisiting it, though, um, oh, like I said, it does, it lives up, you know, it still holds up, um, and it just, yeah, I don't know, it was just, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, I'm trying I, to think, I love too, it. because... It's such a classic. First time I watched this, I think I was in between the ages of maybe eight and twelve. So that, that's a that's like a, a big range right there. But it's mm-hmm. definitely in between one of those ages. And I don't remember if I was really scared of a lot of the kills that happened until the very end when we have the the big kill. Oh yeah, that we'll um we'll get into we'll that. get into that. But <laughs> yeah, it. I still have like nostalgia when I watch this. Like I still like. Yeah, it definitely has it. that nostalgia factor to it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, I wasn't born in 1975. I'm, I was born but, in 1993, but still, I I watched it and you know, I kind of get memories of when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But um, now jumping into it, we pretty much start with uh, the um, rolling credits. You know, like the intro credits with the Jaws theme, and I believe it's underwater. And you're, you're looking at a bunch of like, um, like sea life, and yeah. So it's just like, okay, so we we know, okay, it's obviously a shark movie. We're in the ocean. We're in the ocean. <laughs> um, and as the the theme is going, we jump to this group. I don't know if they're teenagers or if they're just like college kids, or something like that. They're but, young. They're partiers. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so they're on the beach at um, they're having a fire and they're drinking, and then there's the this boy who I don't think we ever know his name. Tom Cassidy. Is that his name? Yeah. Okay. That's why I use IMDb. It has like little things that I don't pick up, you know. Okay, so. that's good. Because <laughs> I know we have the girl's name. Her name was Christy. Yep. And um they, they get together. Well, he like they stare at each other for like it feels like forever. I don't know. It's just one of those slow motion moments mm-hmm. that are just like Yeah, it's just like oh, okay. love at first sight. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> okay. The guy is clearly, you know, he's a little tipsy. He's been drinking a lot. The girl looks like she's pretty sober. I don't think she's really drank anything because she's just sitting there alone. 
Yeah. But um, they make their way over to like the main beach, and they're kind of playing around. And uh, don't know if they kiss, but I know that she's pretty playful with him, and yeah. they're kind of just like she's being you know, flirty, yeah, kind of like doing like tag. Uh, so she's like, "Oh, what's let's go in the water." He's like, "Well, we don't have any bathing suits or something like that." I know he says something to her, but like whatever. And literally, the strips down naked, goes skinny dipping. <laughs> Uh, he's trying to run after her, but like he's drunk, and he knows he's drunk too. Like he, he even just says it. Passes out. <laughs> yeah. So he's like trying to get his clothes off, and she's in there just swimming, and he just passes out on the beach. Doesn't even make it to the water. Very very close. But as she's swimming, uh, I think she makes it to like a buoy or something like that, and she gets grabbed by something. We don't see what that something is. But you know, she's in the water, we're watching a shark movie. She's it's... getting attacked by a goddamn shark. Yeah. Um so she gets uh kind of thrashed around a lot. And um obviously the kids passed out and then she just goes under the water. I don't think we see any blood at this point, but you know, like this Yeah, it's pretty uh pretty um PG. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah, I mean this movie was rated PG, believe it or not. It wasn't going to be rated R until they um, cut out some stuff, but we'll talk about that later when we get to the facts. Uh, then we jump to the next day where there's a couple uh, who wakes up. We find out during this this one scene that he's... Um, uh, his name is... Um, I forget his first name. It's, his last name is Brody, and he's the police chief, and mm-hmm. it's his wife. Uh, he's got kids. And then they have this really funny thing because uh, his wife is asking where the kids are, and he's like, "Oh, they're they're in the backyard," and <laughs> and then she says um, that they pronounce ya, um, "yard" in Amityville. Uh, Amityville? Oh my god! Amityville. Oh my. <laughs> Amity Island. I kept meaning them. <laughs> Amity Island, and they say "yard." So he yard. says they're in the yard, we are in not New too England. far from the car. Not too so, far. So he's kind of like you know making fun of it or whatever, but they're from New York. Yeah, but actually, wasn't it filmed in Martha's Vineyard, though? It was, yes. Um, So, it's a fiction, fictional town. Obviously, this movie is based off a a book, and the dude who wrote the the book did the screenplay for this also, so he was a big part of it. He also has a cameo in there, too. Yes, and we'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah. So he says the kids are in the backyard, and then they make their way over to the kitchen. And this is what, like, confuses me. Because, like, the phone is ringing, and the wife is talking to um, the boys. But he has two phones. Huh, I got did two you, phones. <laughs> did you realize that? Because he, like, no. he answered the first one. He was like, oh, that's not the right one. Oh. And then he picks up another one. And it's just like, what? Wow, he's balling. <laughs> so, I mean, I wonder if there's, like, a police line and then, oh, like, maybe. a main line. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that would make sense if um, he's a sheriff. Yeah, so uh, he gets a call in. We don't really know what it is until he gets to the beach, and then we pretty much automatically know, okay, well, he's here to go and talk to the boy who was with the girl, and he doesn't know where the hell she went, and they think that... Um, she ran away or something like that, but he has like another deputy on the far end, and as they're walking, he starts whistling, and they run over to this this pile of sand and seaweed, and they're 
we don't see anything at first, but their faces are definitely like in shock. Mm-hmm. And then we find the girl's just hand like sticking out, and it's covered in crabs. Ugh. And it's so creepy looking. Like just imagine, just a on a stroll. You, you might be jogging on the beach, and you just want to sit down for a second. You find this this nice place to go and sit, and just... you look next to you, <laughs> and it's just a hand. Been eaten by crabs. Covered in crabs. And you're just like, what? <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, I kind of remember uh, when I was younger, I think that scene freaked me out a little bit, but not the girl getting thrashed about, just because... All you see is her. You don't see any blood or yep. or any like limbs being like, like sawed off, off yeah. literally like sawed off with the teeth and stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, and then um, he makes his way to the office and he's kind of talking to. I guess it's his secretary who deals with you know all of the things that are happening in the town where people need things, and mm-hmm. she's like, here's. Here's all the paperwork. Uh, you need to go to the school because the kids are doing some stupid shit. Um, there's somebody downtown who's doing that, doing something stupid. And there's another guy who walks in. And he's like, oh, someone parked at my shop and he needs to go and move his truck. So it's like, you know, that this <laughs> town is very, like, tight-knit and everybody's in everybody's fucking business. Yep. And I cannot live in a place like that. I am sorry. Yeah. If, um, That's kind of what um, Bridgewater was like when I lived there. Really? Yeah. <sighs> That's that's awful. I don't want to live in a place where everybody's in my fucking business. Like, I need some sort of, like, privacy, you know, in this yeah. town. Don't move up to New Hampshire. <laughs> would just... Ugh. I would, yeah. I'd kill everybody. I would literally kill everybody. Uh, so, yeah, he's... Oh, and he was also told that it was pretty much a shark attack because oh, the of... Yeah, the, the um, coroner did a quick autopsy. I mean fucking hand that came out washed up on shore yeah and so he's like uh before he runs out he starts doing you know like the paperwork and typing it out and letting you know like yeah. okay shark attack so he wants to uh pretty much close the beaches so he goes through town and then he makes his way to a hardware store where even more people are telling about his problems and being like hey you need to go and do this dude and he's like yeah 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 like, that's the least of my problems right now. Like, someone just died. Yeah. You know? Obviously, he hasn't told anybody that because he's not... He, you don't want the public freaking out. Yeah, so he goes and... <laughs> he goes and picks up, like, a couple of things of wood, uh, a paintbrush when he knocks over all the other paintbrushes, and, like, two things of um, paint. And, <laughs> and uh, I think he walks outside. Yeah. And goes... Is it deputy there, or is it the mayor that's there? The mayor. There? So I'll let you take it away from here for a little bit when we get introduced to the good old mayor. Larry Vaughn. All right. So, yeah, we meet the mayor who, as soon as he got word of, like, what the sheriff's trying to do, he's like, close the beaches. You know, we need to do more investigations. Mm -hmm. We can't have more people getting eaten by sharks. The mayor. So this is a big, like, um... Independence Day is, like, big for this town. Like, everybody comes here for the beaches. And yeah. so it's a big moneymaker for the town. And that's what the mayor's concerned about. He's like, no, you can't close the beaches. It's the our most busiest time of the summer. Everybody's yeah. going to be here. And um, so and he tries to convince him that it's not a good reason to basically close the beaches. <laughs> like, I don't... 
Okay, first of all, I understand this is a small town. Um, I know that they thrive off of, you know, visitors coming because, once again, this is based in um, Martha's Vineyard, which is also, it's literally this. Like, they yeah. are a place who thrives off of visitors. Yeah. Um, but it's like, if someone just got killed, you, I don't care what is going on, postpone it a weekend. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the 4th of July, so obviously you kind of can't really do that. But I'm pretty sure if well, you were to tell the public what's going on. And they're it, like, ah, we won't go to the beach. You know? Yeah, it's like, at least close it for a couple of days. Let them do what's doing. They can still go to the shops. Clean up. <laughs> like, you make the money on the shops unless they're charging per head to go to the beach. Which, I know some places do do that. Yeah. Like, especially, like, in Cape Cod. Because we live in Massachusetts. So, like, if we go to the Cape and you want to go to the beach... A lot of them pay per head. Yeah. You know, and some of them aren't cheap. Even like the little teeny tiny ones are yep. like, hey, 25 bucks per head. Oh, that's um, crazy. And this is um, 1975, so who knows how much they were charging back then. Yeah. You know? But but seriously, like this guy is just a, from right off the bat, a piece of shit. Yeah. Piece of shit. Uh, yeah, he's convinced it's not even a shark or supposedly convinced. You know, he probably knows it, but he's just like, yeah. you know, all he cares about is the profits, you know, so. Exactly. But, um, so they end up, uh, um, they, he talks to the coroner and he tries to convince him that, oh, it wasn't a shark. Um, he ends up changing the cause of death, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he, they want to say it was a propeller. She went into <laughs> a, a propeller. <laughs> Like, what the? Yeah, okay, yep. man. But, um, and then Brody, he's still, you know, um, all his main concern, he's the sheriff of the town. He's concerned yeah. people, people's safety, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's in the right in this whole situation. And especially but, a man coming from New York. You know what the fuck happens in New York. There's yeah. violence all the time, you know? Yeah. But he, you know, he just wants to close the beaches and help people out. But he's not allowed to, because the mayor says so. Mm-hmm. Fucking dick. Um... But anyway, over the next few days, though, um, you get lots of tourists, naturally. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, they're all... The beach is a full. Like, if you yeah. look at the scene, like, there's people, like, two feet apart. It's... I would not... I'd be a fuck that shit. I would just drive off, you know? I'm all set with the... Yeah, I don't like going to the beach as yeah, it is, you know? me either. I hate the beach. I hate the sun. <laughs> yeah, I don't do I burn feet. so bad. Like, even on my vacation, I came back and I was a freaking lobster. <laughs> Awful. But yeah, so their beaches are full though, and um, Brody's starting to get worried, of course. And mm-hmm. um, but about another shark attack. Yeah. And they do they do happen on you know over here in New England where the yeah, space. So um, it's like within like I want to say the last five years we have we've had a had, few like sharks here, and we like beaches were mostly closed. down the Cape. Yeah. yeah. But um, so anyways. Um, him and his wife, they're on, on the beach, um, and he's, you know, he's searching the beach, looking for trouble, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, sorry, my screen blocked out, um, but, so, and then, uh, his son, um, oh, not, not son, sorry, the, the some other lady's son, Alex, yeah. um, he wants to go swimming, and, um, <clears throat> You know, his fingers are... She tells him his fingers are pruning, so... Um, you can't go <laughs> tell, tell a sign of you've been in the water for too long, so... Yeah, right. Um, so he's like, she tells him 10 more minutes, and um, they end up going to the ocean one last time. Um, but... And then, so he's on his little raft, and um, he ends up getting... 
followed by what might be an enormous shark, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So everyone, because <laughs> dude, <laughs> the scene is funny. Watching, watching this again, um, because I watched it last year and it kind of my memory uh, kind of forgot how some of the kills looked. Mm-hmm. But watching this one. Because um, you're about to get to the to the part where he um, he gets killed, right? Yeah. So just watching this because it's from far distance, so you're kind of seeing it through Brody's eyes or like um, other people because he's like watching the water yeah. like a goddamn hawk. I mean, I would too, knowing something yeah. just happened and there's a bunch of people in the water. But you see, you see a fin, and then a giant mouth. Just close on this kid, and just, and it's so brutal, and blood everywhere. The, the kid is, oh, yeah. he's dead, like on impact. It's he looks like so strawberry crazy. puree. <laughs> yeah, and oh, and everybody's like in the water, like oh fuck, run. And yeah, they're like swimming in this blood for a minute too, and then they realize and they're like oh shit. Mm-hmm. But dude. Um, so, yeah, everybody's freaking out, running out of the water. Um, this poor mother is just calling out for her son, like, amidst mm-hmm. all this, like, craziness, and he doesn't come back, and they see his raft wash up, and... It's really sad, man, because, like, I'm, I'm a father, too, and just, like, putting me in her shoes is... It's scary. Like, I don't want my son going in the water after watching this. Yeah. And, um, my son's I don't even three, like the ocean. so... <laughs> Yeah, me either. I'd rather swim in the pool. Yeah. It's all confined. Oh. But, yeah, so there's lots of people who saw that shit go down. Everyone, mm-hmm. the whole beach is in a panic, so, um, but, um, ah, sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, they definitely gotta be a fucking shark. They just saw yeah. this, them chomp this huge. kid. Yeah. Um, huge. so, uh, he's finally allowed to close the beaches, um, because how is that not evidence enough? <laughs> I know. In fact, the mayor still said, like, yeah, um, that's not a shark. He just got hit by a boat. <laughs> like, if he did that one again, I would be like, yeah, right? nah, dude. <laughs> and, like, they even put, a, I think, a bounty out for the shark, too. It was, what, like... $3,000. Yeah, the mother, she's like, anyone who can kill the shark who killed my son. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, and then there's a town meeting um, <laughs> about the shark problem. And uh, uh, Brody is, um, he's talking about how the police station is, you know, putting more effort into, you know, solving the issue and hunting sharks, basically. You know, so far we've only seen two people, which is him and his deputy, that work at the police station, so it's very small. (laughs) Um, I feel bad for him, to be honest. Yeah, right. All that responsibility. Um, I couldn't do it. Mm -mm. Um, So... Uh, yeah, so they're trying to catch the shark, um, and they're um, also bringing in a shark expert um, from the Ocean Oceanographic Institute. Yeah. Um, so most of the people from town, um, they're more concerned with money, honestly. I um, mean, like, in a way, I would be, too, knowing that, what time it is, but still, like, knowing that but nobody two is safe. people were killed, yeah. You know, nobody is safe. Just stay out of the water. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to do that when you're surrounded by water. But just let somebody do something to, 
you know, yeah. they just fixed about the bitches, the beach. It has a bitches. Um, <laughs> the bitches are just, closed. <laughs> uh, life is a beach. Yeah, no, um, right. no, they uh, they're just pissed about the beaches being closed. Um, Excuse me, my little trumpet, liquid death. Liquid death. Um, so, um, but anyways, uh, the mayor goes on. No, oh, it's only twenty four hours. Yeah, and Brody's like, oh, I don't freaking agree to that. Like, that's not what we talked about. Yeah. It's fucking mayor, dude. He's just like a kiss ass, literally. <laughs> yep. <sighs> and the funny thing him. is that you can tell he's afraid. Yeah. That's the other thing. He is. You don't scared. see him in the water. No. <laughs> no. He knows what's happening, and he's still afraid. Fucking coward, kiss ass. Yeah. Throw him in the goddamn water. Use him as bait. Yeah. Right. Um. Let Brody be the mayor. He'd be the better <laughs> one. Yeah. So like. Then you get this classic like scene where it's like you got the old dude sitting in the corner. Um, mm-hmm. It's you know every, while everybody's just like pit angry and yelling, he's just like, "I'll kill the shark," or you know, I don't forget. I forget exactly what he says. But, yeah, he pretty much says that. And... But he's like, you know, um, "I'll kill the shark for ten thousand um, dollars." Oof, that's a lot of money back yeah, then, right? man. Um, but so, <clears throat> anyways, uh, this is a local fisherman, by the way. Um, which he's actually, from what I've read, um, was actually a resident of Martha's Vineyard. Well, um, um, one of the guys. He, did. I have a fact right here. I can tell you about it. So, Robert Shaw, who's who That's, plays yeah. um, Quint, who is the um, shark killer, because he kills sharks for like the town, you know, to sell like on um, the jaws. We see that later on. Like yeah. he sells like the teeth and everything. Um, but. He, uh, yeah, so he based his performance off of another... That's what it was. ...of somebody who plays the character um, Ben Gardner, and the guy's name is uh, Craig Kingsley, so he's an actual resident of Martha's Vineyard, and he based... He helped Robert Shaw develop the accent that he uses in this Mm -hmm. um, film, and I think he does an amazing job. Robert Shaw, anytime he's in frame, he fucking steals the show, and... um, I want to go back and watch some of his other movies because, like, I've always heard that Robert Shaw is a very good actor, and I don't think I've ever seen any of his other stuff. And this movie definitely proves that he's like top tier. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, uh, but you had the right idea. You just messed <laughs> up. I understand. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, um, anyways, yeah, nobody, you know, goes for it, but um, he's confident. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna kill that fucking shark. <laughs> Um, so, um, ah, my bad. Um, (laughs) uh, so now with that $3,000 bounty from the mother, um, once, you know, that word gets out about that, um, lots of shark hunters, um, started showing up as well. Um, so this place, why is everyone staying? They can only have so many friggin' hotel rooms available. Yeah, I know it's a lot of local people, like, we even see people, like, holding fucking, like, dynamite and shit. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, and they're, like, thrown in the water It's like, what are you doing, man? Shit. Yeah, so, they're all, um, they're coming from all over, and, uh, there's two guys who, um, try to lure them in with pork roast. Um, Dumbest idea. <laughs> which um, ends up one of them becomes the shark's third victim. Um, well, almost. Almost, yeah. So, yeah, um, it's literally like two fucking drunk assholes. Well, they're not really drunk, but they might as well be drunk, and they're, they're out at night. And uh, they're coming back to a dock, 
and um, they're like, oh, we had this great idea. I stole my fucking wife's roast. So they're like, this better work or she's going to be pissed. <laughs> So they, they throw it out there, and they, they tie, like, the rope to the end of the dock. and It's a wooden dock, and mm-hmm. um, the shark uh, grabs onto it, and the guy's like, like oh, we, we got it, man, we got it. And then the whole goddamn dock just collapses, because this thing is strong. And the guy, like, slides down, and, like, his buddy is still on, on the dock, but he slides into the water, and his... Um, I think his foot is caught. Is it? Um, I don't know if it's caught or if he's just on the board that's floating. I think he's like just like stuck on a floating. Like he got like caught in the part that broke. Yeah, I think I think that's what happened. And he's an older guy, so he's far out, but he has to like swing back, swim back. And this shark is fast because all we see is just the the end of the dock turn and knowing that the shark is going back to get him because that was not enough food. One little. Roast. That's an appetizer. For yeah, him. <laughs> for like one giant shark. No, so the guy's like, his friend's like, oh come on, man, um, trust me, don't look behind you, just uh, keep coming. It's just like, oh great, <laughs> you tell me that, I'm gonna be even more scared. Like, might as well just kill me now. That means the shark is behind me. <laughs> yeah, and um, he manages to get back to the end of the dock where he can kind of climb up, and his buddy grabs his hand, and right at the end, he makes it up. He almost dies. It was very yeah. close. Ugh. But my memory fooled me because I thought he did die. Me too. Um, when I was watching, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's about to die too. I remember this. And I was like, oh, wait, he doesn't die. He um, he gets out. So <laughs> lucky him, idiot. Don't fucking do that again. <laughs> but, yeah, so. And then we end up meeting Hooper. Another really, really good performance. Yeah, who is the shark expert um, mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, after meeting with Brody, the sheriff, um, he ends up getting to look at the remains of Chrissy, which it's just a fucking hand at this point, but... Yeah, it's funny because they talk about it, they're like, oh, there's a torso and an arm and a leg, but all we saw was... Just the hand, The yeah. hand, and we don't really see what he's looking at, it's covered, and I think it was for the rating that they were trying to yeah. get, which was PG, it wasn't going to be rated R. PG-13 wasn't established until Raiders of the Lost Ark, I believe, which is another Steven Spielberg um, movie that mm-hmm. um, made the PG-13 rating because I think that one was The Heart. I always get that confused. Is that The Heart yeah. or The Melting Face? Because they're or two different there's ones. there's also a propeller scene in one of them, too. I can't... When one guy gets, he gets put... Like, they're fighting and he gets fucking... Oh, yeah. Obliterated by a propeller. I need to go back and like re- rewatch all the Indiana Jones movies. Me too. I haven't seen them forever. Um, I don't but... want to watch Crystal Skulls. I hated that one. It was awful. But all I the heard. other ones are really good. Yeah. Um, but back to Jaws. Yeah, Hooper. I can take over for a little bit. Aaron. Okay. So Hooper is, he's a Jaws expert. But as he's looking at the remains, like he's about to freaking like faint because he's like, this was not a small shark. This thing had to have been really big the bites that it did and like the, the corners in there as well but he's kind of like off to the side like not really paying attention to what they're saying because I don't think he wants to yeah. know the actual truth because he's the one that agreed with the man to be like yeah it was just a yeah. boating accident idiot um so <clears throat> they uh and while they're doing this too like all the other like shark hunters are out like throwing random dynamite in the fucking water and you know coming yep. out there with like guns and stuff and this scene when they're going out there we actually see the um 
the the Craig Kingsley character from who's like the real person who plays on Ben Gardner, the one that um Quint based his uh, character off of. He's in that scene. Um, but um Brody and Hooper they leave the office, and we see a bunch of people come off a boat carrying a shark, and they are like, "Hey, we got it. We we got the shark." and Hooper, obviously, being the shark expert that he is, he goes over, he, he looks at it, he's not really saying anything. Even Brody is, like, happy. He's like, oh, we got the shark. Like, he's even convinced that um it, it was the right shark. And, you know, congratulating everybody. Even the mayor is like, oh, you did really good. we got to take pictures and, and, and whatnot. And Hooper's trying to, you know, do measurements on the, the jaw because he kind of knows from looking at, the body parts, like how big the uh, the jaw would have been yeah. to do what it did, um, and then they they take their pictures or whatever, and then Hooper goes over to Brody's like, "Sorry, dude, that's not the shark." And even like the mayor's like, "Yeah, it is. It's the it's the shark that they caught it right here. We got to tell everybody else." He's like, "Well, there's only one way to be sure, and um, and these and sharks, I guess, they have a really slow digestive." Um, like digestive tract? Yeah, yeah di- di- oh my god, digestive tract. Sorry, <laughs> I had to try to say that. Um, so he's like, if we cut it open, we can see if um, the, you know, the, the remain of the boys in there and whatnot. And the mayor's like, listen, boys, you guys can do whatever you got to do. Just don't do it here because we don't want, you know, that obviously all over the news and, <laughs> and everything. And then as everybody's kind of, you know... Going away, the mother of Alex comes and talks to Brody and is like, how dare you? You knew that there was somebody already killed. I think it was like, what, a day or two before? Yeah. And she's like, you didn't close the beaches or tell anybody, and now my son is dead because of you. And honestly, it's not his fault. No. Like, I, I see where she's coming from, but if there's anybody who she should be going after... The mayor. ...is the mayor, because he's the one that calls the shots. Yeah, he's the authority, but he's only so much. Yeah. You know, because the mayor's like, well, I don't want you doing that, because you're going to cause me like cost me money and, and whatnot. So yep. it's like, I understand where she's coming from. I would be really upset, too. But damn, man, go after the fucking mayor. Right. But... Yeah, like you said, though, I see where she's coming from as just, like, you know, as a sort of a, you know, a victim in the situation. Yeah. And, um, I guess, I think maybe her her husband was there, too. They're an older couple, so, like, she can't have kids again. Yeah. You know, like, she she must be, I want to say, maybe in her 50s. Yeah. And, like, by then, can't really have kids again. Yeah. So, like, that was, like, her one kid. Like, if she could have another one, even though I don't know if she would want to. She had that. She would have the option, but she doesn't. With the age that she yeah. that she's in, so it sucks for her. Uh, then we uh, kind of cut to the night, and Brody's at home uh, with his with his wife. Uh, I think his son is there, and <laughs> his son's like looking. I think it's this part where he's just like looking at Brody and copying everything that he's doing because obviously he's had a long day. Yep, and he, he definitely looks exhausted. Um, they just had dinner, but didn't really look he, he ate much. So his his son's just kind of playing with him, and he kind of catches on with that. And then he goes to bed. Then Hooper shows up and asks if Brody is home to his wife, and she's like, 
Yep, and he wants to t- uh, talk to him. She's like, oh, I would too, because obviously he's so kind of closed off at this point because yeah. there's so much shit going on and so much blame on him. And I would understand like the pressure that he has and yeah. trying to figure out what he needs to do to keep the people safe. Um, it, it it's a lot for one person, you know. Oh yeah. And like the, the mayor's not doing shit to do for anything. Whole ass town yeah. by yourself. So um, he's in there and he he sits down. He brings wine. He's like, yeah, I brought like red or white because I didn't know what you guys wanted. And this is really funny because <laughs> he goes to the table and they they start talking to three of them: the wife, um, Brody, and and Hooper. I don't know the wife's name. I forget. Um, yeah, I don't think it mentions it. Um. So Brody takes the red wine and starts pouring it out to um, his wife and Hooper. And then he just has a glass <laughs> and he fills the whole thing up. He's just like, yeah, this guy is like, he's, <laughs> he's like had it. So he's just drinking the whole thing and Hooper's like eating his dinner and everything. He's like, <laughs> hey, um, let's go cut open that shark. Because he goes and says like what kind of shark it was and some other like lingo and, and yeah. whatnot. So they go over to the dock and... <clears throat> They, I believe they cut it open at this point, right? Yeah. They go back and they're like, yeah, this isn't the one. It's just a tiger shark. It, it has like a license plate in it because he knows, so he yeah, knows like where some, it came like, from. Fish. Yeah, license plate. <laughs> from Louisiana at that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow. <laughs> and um, I think they decide to go on a boat. And Brody, keep in mind, he doesn't like boats. He doesn't like water. Weird that he's even where he is. Right. Uh, I'm. I think he probably did it because he thought it was going to be an easy job or whatever, depending yeah. on what his career was in New York. I don't really get a lot of background on that. Mm-hmm. But maybe you do in the book. I'm not entirely sure. I never read the book. Um, so they, they go on Hooper's boat, which is super high tech. It's got like... Every, um, all the shark tracking technology. Yeah, like <laughs> scanners, fish trackers, um, a bunch of other like sonar shit like spears and shit too right yeah and you can tell Brody's like I am not drunk enough for this I think he even <laughs> says that so they, they make their way out to um to where they believe the the shark is kind of quote unquote nesting I guess like it's where he's like feeding and like, kind of staying in that one area to mm-hmm. uh, you know have dominance or whatever and then Hooper's like um I gotta go check out this boat cause they they get up on a boat and there's a bunch of like barrels and shit like you know outside of it and you can tell the boat's been damaged at some point so he's like yeah. I gotta go out there I gotta check the hole and Brody's like that is um, Bednar- Ben Gardner's boat so they were out earlier trying to catch a, a shark so pro- they were probably out a lot later than they needed to be Yeah, we're doing something stupid and got attacked and we see that when Hooper goes below in the water he puts on his wetsuit and you no. Know, all the other crap that you need to go into there. He goes to the hole, and Ben Gardner just floats out, and he's fucking, he's dead. And <laughs> Hooper's, like, freaking the hell out. He's like, we gotta get out of here. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we got, what's that, victim number four? Three or four? four three wait. or four. Uh, no, I think it's three, because it yeah. was the girl, Alex, and, and then, then Yeah, because that was, yeah, almost that third one in the last um, scene. Yeah, but and um, another thing, I guess, Hooper found a tooth as well, but he got scared from Ben and dropped it, and that was going to be good evidence. Mm. He'd be like, hey, it was, a, it was a shark, and it was this big, and this is how big the tooth was, so it's, you know, the size of his jaw, and it could have been, like, you know... Um, a rele- relevance of what it could have been. So yeah. they go back to the mayor and, and tell him that the shark's not the right one. 
he says there are um, Ben Gardner's dead and there was a shark tooth and he's like well where's the shark tooth he's like well I dropped it he's like oh what a shame like this guy just he sucks like he doesn't want to like just agree and be like yeah you know what he doesn't want to admit right. he's wrong yeah and it's, he's stubborn. it's really <laughs> annoying because I want to punch this guy so know, bad just the arrogance just yeah it's so bad man um, but then um, they're like, okay, well, we need to get some backup because you're not obviously going to close the, the beaches. So we need to get people. We got to get like, I don't think they get the Coast Guard, but they might because there's a bunch of people on boats and mm-hmm. airplanes and a bunch of other crap. So they get like the backup they need to, you know, protect or try to protect the public. Yeah. So everybody comes. And um, Aaron, if you want to talk about the craziness that happens next. All right. So. <clears throat> Um, yeah, so it's Independence Day weekend, yep. and everybody, um, or, well, um, <clears throat> yeah, there's plenty of tourists, of course, like you said, um, but nobody's in the water. Everybody's mm-hmm. just sticking to the sand, and, um... Uh, I would be, too. Yeah. I would be like, nope, no, thank you. <laughs> the mayor's freaking out. He's like, oh, shit, people are catching on, you know, they're, n- they're not going into the water, um, so, um, oh, this fucking pisses me off, this part, this mm. dude, um... But uh, anyway, and then he goes up to one of his friends, um, and he asks him, he's like, go into the water with your grandchildren and your wife, and they, um, you know, just uh, so everyone will feel better about going to the ocean, and so they're like, yeah, but they, they go for it, and um, everyone sees them going to the water, and they start following them in the ocean. <laughs> um, Asshole, man. Uh, this fucking dude. Um, so Brody's on the beach, um, he's on shark patrol. Um, and, uh, his son, Michael, um, he's like, oh, I want to take my new sailboat into the water, um, and uh, I want to go play with my friends, and he's like, um, uh, so he's like, take it somewhere else, um, um, but, so just to be safe, and, um, he's like, okay, fine, um, but anyways, um, you see a fin pop up in the water, this stuff is pretty funny, um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, just like in the middle of all the people swimming in the water, and everyone starts freaking out. I um, would be too. <laughs> um, and just yeah, it's just like craziness at this point, and um, people like trampling each other, trying to get back onto the beach, and then a police boat pulls up, guns in hand, and um, the shark emerges, and yeah, it's just shark. a couple of little boys uh, fucking with people. Um, I was confused because at first I thought it was Michael. But it's not. Because yeah. <laughs> the kid looks exactly like his mm-hmm. son, Michael. But it's not. It's just two random kids. Yeah. So I thought, like, he was going... When they were going over to the pond where his dad asked him to, I thought they were changing into the suit. Yeah. But we find out in, like, two minutes that it's just two random kids just being stupid. And the look on the kid's face, too, when he comes up and the guns are just pointing at his face. Yeah, he's, he's like, like oh, man. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't. He told me to do it. Arrest that kid. <laughs> but, yeah, I laughed at this part. It was funny. Um, but anyway, so everyone starts to chill out again because they're like, oh, it's a false alarm. But there's one person, one woman, Um, she ends up seeing... The, um, the shadow of mm-hmm. the big shark um, and uh, it's coming up fast um, to where Michael and all of his friends are hanging out 
and uh she yells um and everyone's like ah she's just fucking with us and um and then <clears throat> the, the one ellen who's ellen sorry um, ellen might be the wife oh yeah i think that might be the wife then um Oh yeah, she reminds her husband that you know he's at the pond. Um, he goes to check it out, and mm-hmm. um, Michael and his friends are approached by a guy in a rowboat, um, who's telling them how to like tie knots or something like that. I think. Um, and uh, then all of a sudden they're both just like fucking attacked. <laughs> yeah, they get um they Sorry, t- puppet master. <laughs> <laughs> they get uh yeah they get bumped and poor dude. Poor, like, just one old man is talking to the kids. Doesn't make it out. Um, everybody else does besides uh, him. He gets his fucking, like, leg chopped off. Yeah. And you just see it floating. And I, get, I think that was one of the scenes that I was reading that they had to cut short, that they were going to show more of, like, what happened to him. Mm-hmm. But they just show the foot um, in the water, which I think does. does I mean, it justice. still works, you know. Yeah, but... for sure. But yeah, so... His son just witnessed some guy just get torn apart by a fucking shark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, so they're brought to shore, and, um, he gets taken to the hospital, um, to be treated for shock. I mean, I'd be fucking petrified, too. Yeah, I'm surprised that the other kids were, um, okay, yeah. you know? Um, uh, I would be probably passed out just like Michael, and, you know, and yeah. maybe... Unless they didn't see what Michael saw, because Michael was literally right next to the shark and the guy, and I think the other kids were on the other side, so yeah, maybe they didn't see... Yeah, he just saw it firsthand, the, like... <laughs> yeah, the amount of detail that, um... But, that happened to that, that poor dude. Yeah. Damn. But, uh... Yeah, so, um... Brody goes to talk to the mayor again, and he's... Mm-hmm. Like, we we need to fucking close the beach. We need to do something, you know? Yeah, and it needs to happen, dude. Like, too um, many people have died. That's four people. Yeah, he's like... In, we... like, three or four days. Yeah. Like, there's an issue. You know, they gotta do something about the shark. Yeah. Um, but... So, the mayor, he's, like, actually fucking... He's, you know, he's like, okay, he's starting to realize. Yeah, um, I think he even says my my family was on that beach. Like, well... Yeah. If you know what's going on, then why are you promoting why, everyone to go into the water? Yeah, and go like, hang out what the if beach? that was your kid? Like, that's what. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, it was almost the sheriff's son. You know, he would yeah. have been pissed, and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but, luckily because he has two sons. The, the younger one wasn't in the water, but yeah. Just imagine if he wasn't. He was the one that got eaten, mm-hmm. dude. Shit. I just want to punch him so bad. Uh, I know. But the thing is, he does such a great job of being a fucking asshole. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, the actor, like, he does such if, a great job. If of... somebody can convince you to hate a character, that's how you know they're a good actor. Like... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but. Oh, my God, man. But, yeah, so he realizes he's, like, he's finally, he's, like, oh, shit. He's, like, my family is on the beach. That could have been my family. Uh-huh. And, um. Well, I mean, if so... he closed the beaches the fucking first time, asshole. Yeah. Shit. So. Oh, I'm sorry. This gets me so pissed. <laughs> so pissed. Because this could happen. The thing about this, too, is it could happen anywhere. I know. Like, there could be a shark attack, and there could be that one guy who's, like, controlling everything, and it says, nah, we're, we're going to keep it open. And um, more people will just die. Like, shit. And we got a ton of fireworks going off, so this is kind of a 
kind of cool, but not really because fireworks are really annoying. It's an but, effect. Um. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, this fucking guy. Um, uh, sorry, I'm gonna lost my place. Uh, yeah, I think Brody um, has to have him sign up. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he finally gives in. He lets him close the beaches, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, yeah. So then we come back to Sam Quint. Um, who is just they hire him right away? They're like, all right, we'll take you up on your offer. He's like the only person who has some sort of knowledge of what to do, and, and you can tell yeah. that he's equipped because when they go to his warehouse, it's pretty well oiled machine, I would think. Yeah, um, I mean, he's got like shark jaws and teeth and everything. He's like, boiling he's making, one. yeah, he's gonna making soup out of fucking like, fuck, man. This guy, this guy knows what he's doing. But, um, so, anyways, Brody is on the beach. Oh, wait, nope. Uh, I was on the wrong part. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so he's a, he's done, he's killed a few sharks in his days. Um, so, he's like, I'm going to go alone on this, um, but Brody, he insists that he and Hooper go with him. Um, yeah. so. I mean, he's the one that, like, signed the voucher, so he wants to make sure what he's going to do. So. Yeah actually going to do the job and not just be an asshole. Yeah. Take the money and run. But understandable. Right away though, between on uh, Hooper and Quint, they they're not really getting along. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like the chemistry though, because you know I think Hooper's trying to be friends with yeah. um him, but Quint is just so serious in his job that he doesn't take shit. Like he yeah. when he wants something done, he needs it to be done. Yep. And he doesn't want people fooling around and you know, especially on his boat since it's He's like, I'm going to be the captain, and you guys are going to listen to me and do everything I say. You guys can come along, but you need to listen to me. Yeah, and I understand that's usually that. how it works on boats, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I mean, you don't have to be such an asshole oh, about yeah. it, but yeah, that's usually how that shit um, happens. Yeah, but I guess with the seriousness of the situation, too, though, but mm-hmm. although he's probably just in it, he's like, I've killed sharks, that's just an easy 10 grand for me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he doesn't really know the size of it. I mean, they... Well, the thing is, Hooper has an idea of what it is, but he's still not even like one hundred percent sure. Yeah, he's until he just they has really guesses, yeah. fucking see the thing, and it's like, yep. shit. And we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, one of those oh, yeah. that famous quote very soon. <laughs> um, There's a lot of good quotes coming up that I I think I uh, wrote down just to make sure we got them. Oh yeah, but yeah. So Quint sees him as like kind of snobby and just rich. Um. But he doesn't have any hunting, shark hunting experience. Um, so, but uh, and he's Hooper sees Quint as you know just like reckless and like just you know yeah complete opposites. But I love it. It works so. Well. Oh, I know. <laughs> but um, so yeah, um, Hooper ends up proving himself. Um, but um, it's <laughs> oh sorry um. <laughs> But as you can tell, there's still like tension between them. Yeah, and, and that, but the scene on them on the boat together is kind of like when they go on the trip is mm-hmm. fun. Um, I just love how like Brody, his task is to literally just like toss out chum. Yeah, right. Like, you need to make the chum line, my dude. Like that's come on, sheriff. You got to pull your weight. And <laughs> and, and Quince is sitting in a chair, just like, yep, everybody's working around me, and, and he and he's the captain. Your... Yeah, and I think Hooper's um doing something with the the sail or whatever, trying to you know, get yeah. us on course. So yeah, they're on the Orca now at this point, out at sea, and um. Cue the um, Iceman kills music. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so they're chumming the Damn, I know, should have played ocean. that in the, in the oh, intro. Oh, I know, right? That would have been perfect. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll put in like a little segment of it in here in somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're, you know, whoops. <laughs> I don't like this touchpad. It sucks on oh, my computer. He's, he's going through like the notes over here and it just like jutted like almost to the top <laughs> of the thing. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they, um, he's dumping chum off on the, um, boat and then, uh, when he just he um gets piano wire, um and attaches it to a rod um against a fishing chair, um so like probably just to you know yeah. bring it in so he's stable. But um anyways they're waiting. Um wire gets pulled and ends up snapping. Um and you see shark just mm-hmm. right under the boat. Um, and just disappears. They realize how strong it is. Um, but they can't, you know, he's yeah, gone but, now. And, like, also his setup, too, is so badass. He's got this one chair. Yeah. He's got his big-ass, like, it's almost um, like a fishing, fishing pole. It's like a makeshift <clears throat> one. Yeah, and it's got a huge reel on it. And then he, like, straps himself in. He's got, <laughs> he's, like, all, like, ready to go to, like, you know, withhold with tension and... Yeah. You know, be able to like reel things in. Like this guy means the fact fucking that he used business. Piano wire too. Like yeah, like he uses really thick shit, and he's a badass. Like <laughs> I want this guy to be on my boat. Right. I listen to this dude. <laughs> he knows his shit. But um, yeah, they don't see the shark for a while, and um, Brody start. Oh wait. Um, wait a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. Okay. Here we go. You good? Um, yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a few hours. There's no sign of the shark. Um, Brody's continuing to do chum. And um, then he sees the head of the shark um, oh, briefly um, just come out of the water. He's, like, shocked. Like He's like, that thing's fucking big. I would be, too. Like, <laughs> and the thing is, when he's doing it, he's just talking to the guys. He's not really paying attention. And then you just see, like, emerge and almost bite his hand off like dude I would, yeah. I would be in shock from that mm-hmm. um so Cooper um starts to see it circling the boat and then Quint comes out to go check it out yep. um and uh, they end up estimating it's 25 feet long that's a big fucking shark um, yep. so weighs three tons that ton is what 2,000 pounds 6,000 something pounds like right that there. yeah it's, it's super big and then um, we get the the famous uh quote from uh brody <laughs> you're gonna need a bigger boat <laughs> gonna need a bigger boat <laughs> you're gonna need a bigger boat <laughs> and quint is i don't think he really says anything to it but he does give him a look like nah we're we're good we're fine <laughs> nah, but, dude. Um, so um he ends uh quint yells at brody and hooper um and he starts shooting harpoons tied to barrels that will float so they can track them. Yeah. And, uh... That's um, also, I think it's also... I was kind of confused. Even, like, the first couple of times I've watched this, I was confused. Like, what are the barrels for? And apparently it's to keep, um... Whatever they're trying to capture. It doesn't have to be shark. It could be anything. They, yeah. they put it onto said fish. And it's to keep them closer to the surface. Because yeah. I guess if it... Because obviously things are really heavy underwater, and yeah. depending on what it is, um, they're gonna, it's gonna have to, you know, yeah, to the if surface. It's, you know, if it's so they're doing it to, to 
keep the thing close so from going too deep. Yeah, yeah, and from like escaping, oh, which I think sense. is a pretty good idea. Yeah, I, I was I confused have thought about of that. that too. Yeah, huh? That is smart. But um, yeah. So they end up hitting him with like three harpoons, and the barrels aren't stopping this motherfucker. <laughs> um, so he pulls him underwater, and um, <clears throat> but he ends up. Cooper ends up managing to put a tracking device on it um, before he gets away. Yeah, I was confused. Like, how is he using it? But I think it's just by the sound. Cause, um, I don't think... I mean, obviously his boat had a bunch of shit on it, but I don't yeah. know how advanced tracking devices were back then. Yeah, it, it could is have very just been loud. Like, when, yeah. Like, the beeping noises for it, but... So it could just be, like, uh, sound waves that they detect underwater, because yeah. that's what the radar is probably for. Yeah, and I think another reason why they wanted to do the barrels is because was trying to take pictures and i think he wanted barrels to be out there for um scale to see how big the thing yeah. was so i think that's another reason why they're doing it so there's a couple of reasons why they were doing the barrels but either way it was it's a good idea yeah you guys are pretty smart as you think of it but mm-hmm. <laughs> well quint is <laughs> yeah um so um anyways yeah uh he, he gets the tracking device on they don't see that see the shark for a while but then they start just like drinking and eating and just having a merry old time. Talking um, about wounds. Yeah. <laughs> Forgetting that they're hunting sharks. <laughs> um but yeah, for for a good minute. <laughs> yeah. Um so and they actually start to get along and they're comparing scars and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but uh and then Brody notices Quinn has a tattoo removed and he's like oh that's uh um from the u.s navy cruiser um indianapolis which was in world war ii i believe he said um mm-hmm. uh another really fun fact about this too that i read apparently a lot of um the stuff that quentin is talking about with the indianapolis is uh, he kind of um just came up with it on the spot and it was just, just talking so it's not like Oh yeah, I heard a lot of his lines where like yeah. um just improvised like, yeah. and stuff. But there is a story of like the Quint character in the book talking about him being um like on a ship and Yeah. They're going through this, but it's not to the extent that um the Quint in the movie talks about. So he adds a lot of stuff to it too, you know. Yeah. Give it more depth and um it's a pretty little background, yeah. It's pretty fucking It's fucking convincing. Haunting. Yeah. <laughs> and um another uh, I have a shorter quote here, but another one. I was just telling the story about like how he was um, delivering like a bomb and stuff, and he was under oh, the a bomb, yeah. All the stuff. It's the um, you know thing about a shark. He's got lifeless eyes, black eyes, like <laughs> a doll's eyes, and it's like, just that gives you chills because mm-hmm. it's like damn, it's so true. Because like if you go to a museum or something, or if you're at an aquarium, you meet sharks like their eyes are so dead. Yeah, you know it's it's crazy, and um, apparently there was uh what, eleven hundred men that were on there, and he says that it was only three hundred and sixteen that made it out. Yeah, and all the rest of them were just killed by sharks. Like that is absolutely ridiculous, That's terrifying, honestly. Um, and he's like saying how he had like a, a somebody like in a bunk next to him when they were trying to, I mean. When everything was, like, being flooded, and I don't know if they were trying to get rest or whatever, but he was, like, trying to, like, wake the guy up. Yeah. And apparently he was just, like, eaten in half. Jeez. Like, like his torso was, like, gone or whatever. It's like, damn, man. Fucking crazy. But. And then they, they start <laughs> singing, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah, so they're singing, they're all drunk, and, um, so they're trying to have a good time, but... Mm-hmm. 
And the shark's back, and the boat just... <laughs> yeah, it's like Nate. ramming into the side of it, and then not even... I understand that some of them are drunk. Maybe not Brody. He's probably seems like the one that's still kind of like level headed and yeah. you know here, but the other two are definitely gone. And as it's ramming into the side a bunch of times, you think this one hit would probably break it because of the size of this goddamn yeah. shark, but no, it, it's the that, Arca. <laughs> yeah, it um, it makes its way through the the hole. I mean, it doesn't completely drown. I mean, um, like um, sink sink the boat. But you can tell it, it was some it's, pretty serious damage. Yeah, and they lose power and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Quentin runs up, rushes out to the deck, and he starts shooting a rifle at it. Um, and oh, at the barrels, and um, but again, the shark escapes. He likes to toy with them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it is a, an apex predator. Yeah, but then we cut to the next day, um, and they're trying to fix the boat. Oh yeah, and uh, I can take it for a little bit from Aaron. Okay. So yeah, as they're um, fixing the boat, we got um, Quentin Hooper. They're down, I guess, in the engine or whatever it is, and they're trying to you know get the pumps to work to kind of get all the water out. Mm-hmm. And I think Brody is just kind of out, just looking. He's like, "Well, the the shark is coming back," and um, yeah, it, it definitely it, it comes back all right. And um, they're trying to kind of save it save the rest of the boat before it like slams so I think they're trying to get more barrels on the goddamn thing and now that's happening um Brody uh oh wait no is it um is it yeah Brody goes to try to make a, a phone call yep. with the radio and fucking Quint just comes in with a I think a bat or whatever and just breaks the goddamn radio <laughs> and it's like why like wouldn't you want some sort of help just in case like I understand you want to get the shark you want to be the one that uh, you can tell everybody like, hey, yeah, I killed this fucking thing, or, or whatever. But still, like, let him call the coast guard. Just sort of know where you are. Just think if something bad does happen, and bad shit happens, man. Like I, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but yeah, yeah, it, it does that. It, it gets really bad, and I think at this point they have like three or four barrels in the goddamn shark now. Yep, not doing shit. They're like, oh. It's going to be fine. There's no way it's going to go under. It's approaching the boat. He just pulls and then it under. This goes under, and I'm just like, whoops. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. This thing is <laughs> fucking strong. And then Brody, as it as, um, goes on the other side, he pulls out a. Uh, I guess he has like a. Uh, I think it's like a revolver yeah. that he has on him. He starts shooting it, but he's missing a bunch. He hits it like once, but it's like, dude. If the harpoons aren't fucking doing anything to the goddamn shark, the I doubt, not gonna do I doubt a bullet the size <laughs> of, like, a peanut is going to do anything, you know? Yeah. Um, and then um, Quint asked them, asked them to get the – because they have to every now and then pull in the, um, the ropes from the um, barrels to kind of get the shark to be attached to the boat so they can bring it yeah. to shore. Um, so the, as they're doing that – I understand, like, at this point, like, things are very hectic and they're trying to, you know, get it done. But poor Hooper, he gets his fucking, like, ass squished. Because he, like, ties, like, the rope around him and then the shark, like... Well, I don't know if it's just a shark, but the, the lines get really tight. Yeah. And the, the poor dude, like, <laughs> almost fucking, like, breaks in half because of Brody's stupid mistake. <laughs> um, 
And then at this point, the shark, they, they, they have the boat going forward and like, okay, yeah, yeah, we got it. We're, we're good, yeah. man. We're going to go. And then they're like, oh, shit, the shark is pulling us. <laughs> and like as, as that's going on, like the, um, the, the handles or whatever the hell they're called, like the, the rope ties, yeah. they're like pulling out of the thing. And Hooper's like, dude, it's going to break the boat. It's breaking the boat. And like the poor engine's already kind of fucked from yeah. earlier because it, th- it was flooded. And then Quint's like, yeah, okay, whatever. So he just goes and grabs a freaking machete off the, the wall and just, like, cuts the rope. And they're like, <laughs> god damn it. And then um, this is uh, the big – pretty much this is the climax, even though it's the end of the movie. And it takes a long time to get to this point. Yeah. But this is the climax. It's worth it, I think. But yeah, it is. And they're like, well, we have no other options right now. And – um. Cooper brought aboard like a, a is it a, a shark? Is it like called a shark, a shark cage? cage? Yeah, is shark cage. Shark cage. So he brings it over there just in case if he wanted to like uh, go look at the water. The, yeah, look at the shark, get some pictures or, or or whatnot. I don't know if they even had underwater pictures. They actually, cameras, but... you know, what I read too. Um, was like uh, some of the footage in this movie was like footage of a real great white, and yeah. that like um. Uh, they actually like it, it didn't end up going as planned because like it, like one of the sharks got like caught in the cage or something like that. Yeah. But they end up going with it and using it anyways. Yeah, which is great because yeah, I think this is the the part where it was yeah. an actual shark and like dude, I'd be fucking terrified. Yeah, right. As an actor, like I didn't sign up for this shit. Right. So he's um going down and the other two are above to kind of monitor um obviously the cage and see if it needs to be pulled up or not. And they they have the idea like we don't have anything else to do. And um, Quint asks Hooper, "What?" Because earlier Hooper says, "I have stuff on the ship that can kill the goddamn." Thing. Yeah. So then Quint finally gives in. Is like, "Okay, well, Hooper, what do you have?" He's like, "Well, I have what, what the fuck is it called? Do you have it written over there? Um, Some sort of drug or um, poison? I think it's just a poison." Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna poison like a um. I don't. I didn't catch what it was, but they were going to yeah. poison, like, a uh, spear and then yeah, stick it in it's like them. a shark dart or a spear or something that he, they, um, he, um, I think, he didn't have to fill it up, he just put the, the, the tip in it or something Yeah, he, like, like dipped it or something, yeah. Um, so he goes underneath and he has that, he's all ready, he's underneath, um, the shark's coming at him, he, you can see it, and, like, dude, just, the image of the shark coming at him is so terrifying mm-hmm. um just imagine you being hooper at this point knowing this is your last resort you're in the shark's turf too like <laughs> you you have don't really have any cover you need to you need to get this done so he's ready and then the shark um kind of disappears he's like well what so bangs the back of the cage and he drops the goddamn thing and it's just like oh his, his hands are outside of the cage. I don't yep. know why he's doing that in the first place. Um, maybe for better aim. Yeah, maybe, or just to be ready for it. But still, yeah. the arm's still, gone. Yeah. You know? um, so he drops it, and he's like, fuck. And then the, the cage gets shredded. Like, this thing destroys that cage. Like, whatever that <laughs> thing is made out of, it's not shark-proof. <laughs> it's not. Um, and then he manages to escape and go hide. Um, and like I don't know if it's like, like a, a little cave or something. or something like that, and the shark just loses him because it's more um, folks on a boat. Yeah, and it's trying to like break the rest of the cage open. Yeah, but he, um, we, no, he makes it out. We presume that he makes it out. Yeah, and then we uh, cut to the group on on the boat, and they're freaking out like we gotta get the got we gotta get it up. He's he's killing killing them, and then 
as they're they're pulling it up, the the chain breaks, and they're like, "Oh shit!" And then Quint's trying to do something, and Brody's like, "We gotta like makeshift something, like put put it somewhere." And they get up there, and they finally get the the cage up, and Hooper's gone, and the shark is, we think, gone. Think. And, um, uh, ends up jumping out of the water, right? Yeah, like, dude, does this thing have like? I don't even know. He must have gone pretty deep to get that much speed to just fucking... Yeah, because they're just... They're like, just flop on the boat. They're thinking, like, where the fuck is, is Hooper? Like, he, he must be dead. Um, and I think uh, Brody is in, like, the cabin area. I think he's trying to get something. I don't know if I wrote it down. Um, um. Yeah, well, regardless, the, the shark jumps up, tilts the boat down, breaks it, and... Uh, Brody is in the cabin area with Quint, and the yep. boat is tilted like Better. enough for them to slide down. Because dude, this shark is smart. <laughs> this thing is so smart. I don't. I wonder how smart an average shark is. Like, can they actually, you know, know uh, from these what things? Heard and read, they're pretty smart. But like, holy shit, man! Do some research and like. Wow, I kind of want to be like a shark expert now and learn about sharks because this right? thing is wicked smart. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're trying to like you know keep from sliding, so Brody like manages to uh, I think he holds on to something and he's he's still in the cabin. But poor Quint, man, <sighs> getting killed by the thing that you hunt all the time, right? <laughs> you know, and like this was the part that like freaked me out as a kid because it is very graphic and i'm surprised they were able to still pull off a pg rating oh, with know. this because the amount of blood the reaction and just seeing everything just get torn apart because he sl- he literally slides into the shark's mouth and it's like ah, i got you asshole <laughs> i got you and blood squirting out of his mouth and um he gets ripped in half like gotcha. oh my god <laughs> and he just the shark goes away with with Quint and um, fuck man, it's it's really really brutal and uh, I don't like I remember it being brutal but not that brutal I guess with my adult mind now and after watching all these other process it differently yeah watching all these other horror movies this, the thing is like this movie isn't really like a horror movie but it is a horror movie it's more of a thriller you know yeah like a suspense or a thriller because um, Steven Spielberg isn't really a horror director but he does you know kind of his movies are stuff. still like tense and like yeah. you know they very very tense yeah and, uh, Brody has the idea now because they have one more tank on board and um, earlier when they were before they left like even Hooper is like you gotta be careful of these things. They will explode and you know, we'll all die. But there's one tank that's left. That's um, the air tank, I believe. Or oh yeah, it's like an oxygen tank or something. Yeah, and then he like gives it to the shark. The shark obviously eats it because sharks eat anything. <laughs> um, and he manages to climb up onto a, the mast because the whole boat is just underneath sinking. at this point. It, it's it's literally toast. Like he has like no other option. Like yeah. he's gonna kill this thing now. So he uh, takes the rifle that Quint used earlier to shoot the shark, and he's trying to shoot the tank. He's missing because obviously the thing's not staying still, and you know, yeah. with the water moving and you're moving and all this other stuff, it's very hard to aim on that. And then we get the other really good quote: "Smile." You s- well, he doesn't really say "bitch," but we know he does because oh, it yeah. kind of cuts out. And I wonder if they cut that out for that. But mm. he says, "Smile, you son of a bitch." Shoots it and the whole thing just fucking explodes <laughs> into this just awesome shot 
of gore from the shark everywhere. It's great. It's like a balloon popping. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Filled and... with like red paste and just guts and <laughs> like I I want to do that. I want to just like put something together and blow up something <laughs> like that. Um, and then we get the reveal that yes, Hooper is still alive, and uh, they have to swim back to shore on this makeshift uh, raft that they made with a wooden. I think it was two barrels. <laughs> yep. and, um, it kind of just we get credits rolling, but we see them like slowly approaching the beach. That's the end of Jaws. I think it's a movie that everybody should still watch. It doesn't have to be just on the fourth. Just, just watch it. Just watch it. Support it. Uh, I mean, it's still Steven Spielberg, so like he already has a shit ton of money. <laughs> but support it anyway. Just because it's such a like, mm-hmm. uh, it's timeless piece of art, you know. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, like even if you haven't seen it, you know Jaws. You know, yeah. like. Dun, dun. Like everybody knows the theme, whether you you've seen the movie or not. Um, I do have the box office um, amount here, and it's fucking crazy for yeah. the time. Four hundred and seventy-two million dollars, nineteen seventy-five. That's dude. crazy! Wow. Damn, man. It's a lot of fucking money. And um, if you want to talk about. The um, the author of the book's cameo. Oh, um, do you remember where he was? I'm trying to remember. Fuck. Um, I remembered it at the time, and now I'm thinking back. He was the reporter that we didn't really talk yeah. about, it, but he was the reporter that was on the beach before um, the the dude got his leg chopped off and, and killed. So he he makes a cameo in here, which I think <laughs> is pretty cool that um they did. That. I mean, he did the screenwriting, which is um pretty cool. He added some stuff to it that uh, wasn't in the book. But, I mean, you kind of have to do that when you when you're making a movie. Yeah, you gotta stretch it out a yeah. little bit. Like even Sting, Stephen King does that with his um his movie adaptation adaptations if he writes it. Um, and another really fun fact that is really cool but weird is that it takes an hour and twenty one minutes before you actually see Jaws. This okay. is a two two hour movie. Because everything else is just water and someone acting in water. Yeah. Or a shadow or its um, point of view. And, um, yeah, we already said it was rated PG, so. Um. Yep. Which still, I think about that. And that, and, was, and um, what was the other movie we did um, a few weeks ago that was PG, too, but it shouldn't have been? Was it, um, fuck. Uh, the last movie we did. Was it Fade to Black? No, not Fade to Black. Was it? No. No, Tourist Trap? Tourist Trap, yeah, it was PG. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, No, yeah, Fade to Black is rated R. Yeah, because that was that was 80s, like 80s, and Tourist Trap was 78. Yeah. So, yeah, that was before PG-13 was, like, a, a thing. But this is a PG rated R. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Puppet Master. <laughs> He's gonna, Aaron's over here slapping Puppet Master. <laughs> that's okay. Blade, um, Blade deserves it sometimes. <laughs> so... Rotten Tomatoes. What right. do you think is the tomato score for this movie? Like for the critic? Yeah, the critic. This would be the critic score. Yeah. Well, considering this is a highly like regarded movie, I'm gonna probably give it like an eighty. Yeah. yeah. Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight and almost perfect. How is this not certified? Right. How is it not certified fresh? Certified fresh. Hmm. 
We might have to go in there and change that. <laughs> <laughs> that that should be a like straight up one hundred to right. be honest, because it's such a masterpiece. Um, in the audience, like the um, uh, what's the word? Uh, critic score. No, not, not the, the critic, critic score. score um, the the audience score. The audience score, not as quite as high, but still up there at ninety percent. Okay. All right. Well, at least, you know, the audience knows what's good. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're not being stupid or anything. Um, yeah. But um, for me, if I was going to score this movie, as much as I would want it to be flawless, it's obviously not. So I'm going to no, give it like no a 9.5. Um, I guess there could have been some things that could have been added. Mm-hmm. I want to see the uncut version. But I don't know if that actually exists. If there is an uncut version of this movie that they actually have somewhere in a warehouse, please release it because I want to see the rated R version of this. Right. <laughs> I want to see how crazy those kills actually were and not just like one little frame of a leg somewhere. Right. Uh, but what about you? Um, well, like I said, it's a timeless classic. Everybody knows it even if they haven't seen it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and for that reason, you know, it's just, you got to know it's, like, highly regarded, like you mm-hmm. said, you, you know, so I'm going to give it a 9.5 as well, as well, because not every movie, you know, no movie can be perfect, you know? No. Uh, there could always be improvements. But but as we said, go check out this goddamn movie if you haven't. And if you haven't, you're obviously living underneath a fucking rock. <laughs> like, get out of here and come back after you've watched it and let <laughs> us know what you think. If it's lower than a 9.5, get out of here. Just get out of stay, here. Stay out of here. No, just <laughs> we love you all. Um, Even if you have bad taste in movies. Yes. I mean, <laughs> we watch a lot of bad movies here, but are they, I don't know, in bad taste? Yeah, I no. mean, no. I mean, Taurus Trap was technically a bad movie, but it wasn't really a bad movie. It was a good movie. Yeah, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. But, um, but. Is there anything you want to touch up on before we uh, call it? Um, watch Any, out for sharks. Yes, if you're <laughs> swimming, please watch out for sharks. And um, always wear a life jacket. Even if you're at a beach and you have your swimsuit on and you're not going on a boat, wear a life jacket. Yeah. You don't want to get chopped up by some shark teeth. <laughs> I don't know if a life jacket would actually uh, <laughs> save you from that. Unless you're wearing like a, a Kevlar full bodysuit, <laughs> inflatable. Oh my god. <laughs> An inflatable it just Kevlar everything, including swimsuit, your face. and you're just like floating on top, and you're like, and the oh char- sharks just like chewing on you like a toy. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be really funny. I want to see a movie with someone wearing something like that. Chainmail swimsuit. Oh my god, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. But no, other than that. Yep. Uh, make sure to stay hydrated with some liquid death guys. Murder your thirst. Murder your thirst. Um, their new movie will be coming out July 11th. Well, the premiere will be July 11th. Uh, Dead Till Death. We're not sponsored, but, I mean, we are open to it. Um, and just make sure you check out all of our socials. Uh, we will be having our next guest. Um, what the hell date is it? Is it the 13th, I believe? Uh, pull it up um, right now. Aaron's um, going to check on that because I always forget. Uh, the 17th? The 17th, sorry guys. Yes, the 17th we'll be having Scorpion BLS come on here and we will be comparing the original and remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So that's also going to be fun. Um, next week, uh, do we have a movie lined up for next week? 
Um, I don't think so, actually. Well, because we're right now we're like in the past, and this is going to be the future. Well, this is going to be tomorrow. So yes, this yes, you guys. Um, the next movie we're doing though is um Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp. So yes, that will be next week, and we will be putting out the uh well yeah the actual list of movies that we will be doing after the seventeenth. But I might post it earlier. Just so everyone knows what's going to be going on, so we can get our next month going. And I think it's just going to be all um, camp-themed movies, which I think yeah. will be really good. So, I don't know, maybe Friday the 13th. I know we just did slashers. This is technically not really a slasher. But they all kind of, like, all horror movies, I feel like, kind of fall in the same, like, in multiple genres. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sub-genres. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. Friday the 13th, Sleepaway yeah. Camp can both be considered slashers and camp movies. You know yeah. what I mean? So. so um... Yeah, anything themed around camps is what we're going to be probably doing over the course of the summer. So this might be, instead of like a one-month block, we might be doing two-month blocks right now just to cover the whole summer. And it might not just be camp movies. It might just be like summer Seasonal movies. Yeah, stuff like that. So uh, keep your eyes out for that. But um, yeah, I think that's about it for Jaws. And um, yeah, I love this movie. I think it's fitting that the lights were blue too. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So... um, this was the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I was your host, Dustin. And I was your co-host, Aaron. And we'll catch you on... Oh, my God. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Come listen, if you dare. <laughs>